Hey there. Hi and howdy, everybody. Good morning. Thanks for tuning into the Geekdom Underground podcast. It is indeed your boy, JRG. There he is, dude, in the flesh. You know, this is a special one today, dude. Why is it special? Oh, gosh. JRG this morning, you came in with some energy, some fire. Some fire this morning. And I think... I think it's that happy birthday energy. Dang. Birthday energy from Mr. JRG in the house. Hey, yo. Special Geekdom Underground. Happy birthday to Mr. JRG. And today we have an amazing episode. We have Ashley Bird in the house. I'm what? like a bird. I want to fly. Sorry, I've just been God, singing that no, all morning. That's exactly what we need. Y'all may know Ashley as the founder of Bloomin' with Birdie. Morrow. Morrow. And tomorrow. We're Morrow. just going with the and. Okay. Oh, I dig it. Yeah. Phase one, phase yeah. two. And you did both. Yeah. And you yeah. did both. And yeah. so we're going to get after it. Um, But let's just dive right in, you know? Let's jump that's, right that's, in. Can, I, can I say happy birthday to John Um. Bro. I just like that you asked. Well, well, because, no, no, okay, because because so I was a Montessori teacher, right? And in Montessori, you celebrate birthdays with like trips Spoiler around. Right? We, we were gonna get in. We were gonna get in. No, it's, 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 I gave you the intro. I gave you the <laughs> intro, true. and that's you true. shut the door on that's me. True. That's true. That's no, anyway, true. No, I'm in, in Montessori. In Montessori, whenever you celebrate a birthday. You walk around the sun that many times. So you'd be like you'd be jogging at this point, right? Like we're running, we're going. And then you're given appreciations oh for what people appreciate about you. So I think we should do some, you know, yes. Let's, can we do like, that? It's like my favorite, it became my favorite day. Like you always go to school on your birthday. <laughs> oh my gosh, let's do that. I don't, I don't feel like we don't have enough room to run around the sun. <laughs> no, no sun runs, but yeah. you know. And, and we'd have to do it like 46. 40. <laughs> oh wow. wow! Wow! Okay, got real dark, real quick. The sun yeah. went out. I got one thing to say about that. What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> I knew it was coming. Yeah, but okay. You know, I can I can say something I appreciate. Dang, on the spot. There's something I appreciate about about JRG is when when you enter the room, it doesn't matter how I'm feeling. You you just make it so perfect. You just did. You bring <laughs> the energy. You say the right things at the wrong time, <laughs> and I love you for it, man. You're always you're always on. If ever we need an MC, if ever we need somebody to grab the mic, be on camera, if ever we need somebody to do us a, a quick dance move, let me see it. Ah, <laughs> ah, 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 always, ah, dude, always, dude. Yeah. So those are, those are some things I just. I love about you, dude. Thank you. I love it. And I love I love co-hosting with you. Dude, thank you so much. Dude, you know, the dream. Y'all's presence is my present. Oh, hey. oh my <laughs> god, that was so fun. Man, we went on a wild tangent. Wait, Ashley, how do you do you? Yeah, that's yeah, true. I I have a similar, like clearly this is who you are, but like your authentic kindness and openness. Like you make everyone feel included and comfortable, no matter what the situation. And and no offense, you are the coolest person at Geekdom. Uh, we wow. just we just you know I wasn't I, I wasn't gonna take offense. Valiant but, now, but, <laughs> but now I, it makes me wonder <laughs> what your label is. Yeah, and Philip uh, is the. Yeah. Uh, I'm afraid I'm like the goofy one, dude. I'm afraid I'm the clumsy one, dude. But in 2021, it's okay to be goofy. Hey, there yeah, is, hey. Dude. Hashtag look at where we got Disney you know, reference. You know what? I like, I like where we're Ooh, oh wow. I like, Deep I, cut. Like, Deep I, like cut. I like where we're going with this. Ashley, should we just interview John? Yeah, <laughs> I'm totally down for that. Let's Yo. go. <laughs> Thank you so much. I appreciate yes, it. Yes, happy birthday. Thank you. Yeah. Appreciate oh you. man, what a great birthday. And I know Ja appreciates you. We got Elijah sitting in the corner rocking the ones and twos. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, let's get right back to it. So Ashley, if you would, can you tell us a little bit about yourself, your journey, what yeah. brought you to here? Woo, what brought me to here today? Uh, so I'm a Montessori teacher, as we just discussed. Um, ended up leaving the classroom. I've been on kind of this journey of like 
whatever comes my way, say yes mentality. So I've built up this lovely like skill set and over time recognizing like, oh man, like I have to work for myself. Like I could not take direction from others very well. Um, I want to be able to be the final decision maker and this huge recognition that if I don't do something that aligns with my value system, like I can't, it won't, you can't get me out of bed. Like mm. I literally can't get out of bed to go do the thing. So that brought me to uh, Texas Butterfly Ranch. I met Monica Mackley, who's one of the founding members of Geekdom. Um, she's that's actually how I learned about Geekdom, and we come and hang out and work on the Monarch Butterfly and Pollinator Festival. Wow! So that like opened up this whole new door of learning about like the ecosystems and the way that everything's interconnected, but in a really significant and tangible way. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, yeah, finally reached a place where I could apply like all of my educational experience and hands-on to teaching children and people and adults through experiences about monarch butterfly and and the ecosystem but it's really cool she so monica calls the monarch butterfly the gateway bug (laughs) oh nice (laughs) so so the monarch is like it's so we're a monarch champion city through the mayor's monarch pledge so san antonio has pledged to do things to keep this particular animal like alive and thriving and educational things that we all do in order to be able to make sure this monarch is able to have this super cool journey every single year yeah. And so like, and then you start learning about it. You're like, oh, my God, this animal really is the gateway bug. Like, <laughs> now I care about all these other things just yeah. because I care about this one little animal, this one insect. Um, That's so yeah. cool. Yeah. So I'm, I'm picturing, like, y'all in, like, a dark alley and then her just being like, hey, you want, you want to try something cool? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it really does happen. It really does kind of happen. She's like, hey, have you ever tagged a monarch? <laughs> like, <laughs> what we're talking about monarchs here <laughs> Dang. well so yeah. when so at what point did you transition to like hard bugs wow i wanted that was pretty good what's uh so you, you this is yeah. the second time you said monastery since we've been in the room sure. and so for how would you explain what it is to say like I'm a Montessori teacher versus like I'm a school teacher. Yeah. So Montessori, it's just a different pedagogy or approach to education that really focuses on, you know, there's a couple of primary tenets that were developed by Montessori out of Italy and her story is actually really cool. So she was an Italian doctor and she actually worked with children who had learning differences and believed that she could teach these children and they would be able to excel and be able to um, reach an aptitude that was the same as, quote unquote, like normal children. So she took and worked with them separately and created what's called didactic materials or hands-on learning components. So all the things that that you literally do in order to learn a concept, it's not just abstract, but you have to go from the physical or the concrete to the abstract. Mm. So nice. a wonderful example of that is like all of the math components. So um, math is not my jam. It is not. That is my, ooh, I have to sit down and you have to give all my concentration to do math. I can do it, but it takes all my concentration. So I'm avoidant. I avoided math for a long time. Yeah. And then I did my Montessori training. And literally every single thing that you do, you, you have a physical concrete representation of what like base 10 represents and why it's base 10 and how that works. And when you're adding, how you're adding, you know, your different singles, units, tens. And so all of a sudden you have this like concrete example so that, oh, I'm not just having to do math in my head. I'm able to transfer this concept to an abstract concept by learning and doing with my hands. So Maria did this and then what they found was that, oh, whoa, you can. It's all about being able to have this like different approach where not only are you learning with your hands, but you're also learning at your own pace. Mm. We're all different. Everyone thinks differently. Everyone learns differently and we learn at different paces. So I know Philip over here, math genius, he does the best thing for like, you know, he's one week and he's got long division down and Ashley's like week 42. <laughs> like I'm still like playing up in little things and that's okay. And we all learn, but if I don't actually learn it, then there's no way I'm ever going to be able to move on and learn yeah. fractions or whatever the case may be. So learning at your, uh, you're learning at your own pace. We're all driven to learn. We just have to be given the confidence and the tools to be able to teach ourselves. So it really is the concept of developing lifelong learners. So, wow. So yeah. how do you advance the whole class or do you do it individually and then everybody reaches a milestone at a certain point? Yeah. So it's it's kind of like a hybrid. Like you definitely have like large group concepts around, you know, especially things like science or like big basic concepts. Right. But then all of the follow up work or the learning takes place by all of these didactic or hands on materials that are created by the teacher or at this point by companies, you know, 
So then every child throughout the day, they, they're given a task of like, okay, you need to make sure today you do your math, your science, your English, like whatever the case may be in whatever order you want. As long as you turn it in, you get it completed by the end of the day. So at any given time in a classroom, you've got, you know, five kids are working independently on math. Maybe a couple of them teamed up together to be able to help work with each other. Because like, hey, Philip, I'm not very good at math, but you are. Can you help me with my long division? Like we <laughs> yes. work together so you learn how to work. And it's also a multi-age classroom. So, you know, John is a third year. So I know John knows how to do his division. So I can definitely go to him or I can work with a peer and we can figure it out together. Oh, right So on. you have your older teachers to actually support the learning in the classroom. Right on. Yeah. 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 So at any given moment, you know, so, you know, you're over there working on math, someone's doing a science experiment, someone's doing this, and we're all kind of individually working on what we are most interested and engaged in for that time. So you're learning in theory, <laughs> actually managing this is like, <laughs> but you're learning time management skills, you're working on what you want to be working on, and you still have to create, you know, show what you were able to accomplish throughout that time period. Oh, that's but, awesome. I will say that it sounds like an environment that like helps people find their passions. And like, yeah. like I, I noticed that this, this person, this child is focusing a lot on this thing. That probably means that they're really into it. And then that may, you know, lead to what they're going to do for the rest of their life. That, yeah. I, I watched that unfold with one of, I mean, I love all my students. We love everybody equally, but <laughs> this one, <laughs> one uh, student to go unnamed who he was just a little tech genius. Like he, everything he would come in every day would be about technology. And so I was like, Hey man, like, well, let's do your projects about him. So we'd go to the library and he learned how to, was a Blackberry or I don't even, I don't even know what it was called, but like he would take it apart and learn how to go get the books to learn how to put it back together. And I'm mm -hmm. like, okay, cool. Now write me on paper on what you did. And that's your writing assignment. You know what I mean? So like now he's like, God, he just graduated from high school and that Apple, he, he went out and did this demonstration at Apple and they asked him to come in and intern for him. So like his path was just like That's laid awesome. out. Yeah. I worked with him in fourth grade. That's crazy. You know? Yeah. So That's absolutely. So cool. You're like, don't forget about me. Yay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, keep in, I keep in touch with his mom and dad. That's yeah. cool. That's yeah. That's great. It's, it seems like it's more of a strengths based. So like you focus on the things that you're strong at versus like trying to chip away at the things that you're weak yeah. at. Yeah, which can be the challenge, too, because it's like, I know you don't like the math, you still have to do the math, you still mm -hmm. have to do yeah. the things, but it's also based more on the concept, again, of like, learning how to learn. So, okay, you have to do the basics, because you have to know, like, the history happened, and here's the general timeline, but I'm not going to make you memorize all the details, because especially if you're not interested, like, yeah. whatever, you know, the big concepts, let's go from there. What, uh, what inspired you to like, like, why did you want to become a teacher? Uh, oh, I couldn't help myself. So <laughs> I it started working. Uh, I worked at Bienestar here in um, San Antonio as so I actually my degree is in kinesiology with a minor in psychology. And uh, I worked at uh, Bienestar, which is a health organization that helps <clears throat> children with uh, reducing the risk of diabetes through education. So I was an educator, so I would go in and I started working with kids and I would get to go. This was the funnest thing ever. I would go to their PE class every day and I just had to do PE with them because my <laughs> job awesome. was to inspire and motivate them to exercise. <laughs> yeah, that's sweet. That's awesome. So I literally, I played dodgeball. Like I did all I played. Like all the PE teachers were like, we've never had someone that like played with the children. I was like, like, I'm supposed to come and just yell? Like, what is that? You're just dominating a dodgeball? <laughs> oh, absolutely. I'm not going to hold back. Like, yeah. this is how we learn. Oh, I know. My God, I played awesome. cards with you before. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I know. Don't, was, don't hold back. Yeah. Helping you grow. It's true. It's true. And also, I think I think I did notice your math. Maybe your math was wrong. Maybe I won that game. But uh, we're, yeah. we're, no. we're going to have to go back and check the tape. <laughs> and pull up the cameras. Yeah. Don't know about so, that. so, so started working, started, and to be honest, like was in the public school system and just like the, the way that children were treated and what happened in the classroom and setting on several classes and just miseducated. It was just, I literally remember going home and just crying, being like, this is not how kids should, this is not how kids can learn. This is not how kids should be treated. Like, I, I have to do something about this. Yeah. Talked to my mama, who was amazing. So I went to Montessori when I was in pre-K for primary. Um, and uh, so I, I had some experience with it. My mom was like, okay, go read The Absorbent Mind by Dr. Montessori, which now, like, <laughs> having read The Absorbent, it's like this thick, like, <laughs> it, it, written, it was written in Italian, and it's, it's, and it's just Montessori's first work on, like, how children learn and how capable they are and her approach and changed my life, like, totally changed my life. Really? And I was like, 
all right, I'm going to do this. So I ended up moving to Austin because there was at that time there was one Montessori in San Antonio um, and it wasn't my vibe. And so I moved to Austin and started working at Montessori. I worked two to three different Montessori's, found my people, found my home. They offered me a job. They paid for my training. And then it was just like, like, I think, you know, I've talked to you about this before. Like, you know, you're on the right path when just like the doors, like double doors wide open and you're like, <laughs> yeah. and then someone's behind you, like pushing you through and you're like, okay, I'm going. Okay, here we go. Like, this is yeah. it. Okay. Man, that's um, awesome. Yeah. So then I, then I ended up teaching for several years. Got to go to Ecuador. Like hey. I got <laughs> opened a school in Ecuador that was Montessori based for the indigenous population, which was freaking crazy. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Yeah, sure. that's, yeah. That's really cool. Um, do you have any memories of Montessori school, like as a student? Um, I remember really enjoying it. Like I was always the kid who was just like, I would get there. and was just like, I remember going to the, like in Montessori, you have shelves, like everything's super organized. So the kid can be independent. It's at your level and always wanting to go in and just find the thing and go do the thing. Like I remember so much wanting to be there and engage and enjoying being able to just do something by myself that was playing like for in my mind, it was playing, but yeah, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. That's awesome. What kind of a what kind of a student were you? Oh, I am. <sighs> I am the teacher's pet. Like, what do you need from me? Yes, I'll do it right now. You would go to the office. I'll go straight there and straight back. Like, <laughs> oh yes, the teacher's pet, front yeah. row. Although I will argue, front row because I was blind. <laughs> I could not see anything, and we didn't know. Like, so I was always like, I don't know how to sit in the back. Like, I can't see anything. Like, I can't. But always eager to learn. And I knew that everything came after Montessori. Everything came from the teacher. So I wanted to be as close to the teacher as possible because that's where that's where the juice is, you know? Yeah, yeah. And that's cool. Did you have good grades? Oh, yeah. I was I was about to in my high school. Actually, hey, we, we have one of the report cards. <laughs> yeah. Bring it up. Yeah, Bring it up. up. Validate me. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's awesome. So, yeah. Um, so Montessori teacher. And yeah. then what was after that? Oh, lots before, of before, traveling, before lots of your, jumping your around. Bug binge. I mean, I do notice on your zooms, a lot of plants. So okay, this is a sad story. Oh, so we have some sad music. We have uh, can we, John. Help me, help me out. Oh, I don't think we do. Uh, I don't think we do. Uh, it's okay. You can sing <laughs> for us, John. I mean, that's another. Oh, nice. Okay, that was the good intro. So back before when I lived in Oklahoma, I talk about this a lot. I lived in Oklahoma family picks up decides to move to san antonio you don't get to take any of your plants why Whoa. so couldn't do it we were on the we had the u-haul where's the plant oh, gonna go like logistically you just couldn't couldn't do it plant. so i was in third grade miss pratt who i still will always remember because she introduced me to my favorite concept ever which is photosynthesis mm. learn about it by getting to grow our own plants and so she brought yeah. in all these certain plants pair of pots and then you get to water them and then we kept them throughout the semester under their growth and then you got to take it home and that was my that was my baby and it was i don't know if you've seen the jade plant oh. i think it's the most beautiful thing in the world yeah so i had my jade plant and then i had to leave it oh, oh my no. gosh I had to leave it at home how's how's it doing have you checked in actually you Please. say that bring it in, <laughs> bring it in. <laughs> bring in, the bring jade it in. Plant. we've got a surprise yeah. for you <laughs> <laughs> oh my god shape. yeah here comes <laughs> bring it in miss pratt yeah oh my, <laughs> oh my god that would have been awesome oh my god that's oh, some like nardwar yeah like, yeah, yeah. we should we should do our Ooh. research deep cuts. we yeah. should do our research a little bit more because yeah. if we would have gotten because she's reading it miss pratt <laughs> I, I, we just spoke <laughs> that's awesome so now yeah. like when you i feel like when i talk to you on zoom and I see like plants in the background. Yeah. There's like a bunch of different kinds. Oh, for sure. Right. Absolutely. So you, so you have the more. Yeah. The more the very divert. We're diverse. We are yeah. not as Monica Michael says. We're not speciest. I like them all. Yeah. Yeah. So and actually, I've gotten super into like, I almost feel like my home plants are like kind of like a seat. Like I don't talk about those as much anymore after getting oh. on this native plant jam. So oh, wow. like like house plants basically are, you know, none of them are native, so they don't contribute to the ecosystem. They're just, well, one could argue like they contribute to like filtering your air and all yeah. of their beauty and all that, which is why I keep them and I love them. Uh, but they don't yeah. contribute to the ecosystem. Hmm. And people so was, look down on that or like they frown at that or? Uh, I mean, now that I'm in this like, you know, native plant environmental world. Yeah, for sure. Really? Um, well, it's it's just more so that. Are they like forums or like? <laughs> yeah. How do you Dang. know about that? It's like cool. Yeah, you've got all those nice plants in your house. What's outside in your garden? You know, like oh. how are you contributing? Because mm. so I mean, there's Doug telling me like a 
Nature's Best Hope, who's a, this book also was just revolutionary and changed my life and my approach to how I can, in fact, contribute to my ecosystem. And part of his argument is like, <clears throat> you know, if we, you just plant in your yard just a few pollinator plants, how much life you can support through that. And I was like, okay, okay, backyard. Okay, let's go. Let's plant a couple of pollinators. Holy crap. I have now I have like quite a few pollinator plants, but the first several that I had, like I walk out my back door and it's just like, boom, like there's butterflies and there's bees and there's flies and there's just anything and everything. What? Like if you bring it, they will come 100 percent. That's like, so funny because that's 100%. how I picture you. I picture you like in the morning, walk out. <laughs> Like mm. Snow White, like there's like, <laughs> there's like deer, squirrels yeah. come to greet you in the morning. <laughs> the flowers, yeah. That's how she prepped for the podcast. We should have done the podcast in your garden. Yeah. Wow. On location. Yeah. So if there's somebody, obviously not like me, but somebody who doesn't have native plants because I have a, t I don't have any native plants, but that's okay. That's if, why we're here. This is actually, this is why we called this today. Uh, <laughs> we want to talk to you about your garden. <laughs> about Let's bring up a picture of Philip's garden real quick. Miss <laughs> <Ms>. Pratt. <Yeah. laughs> what, what are some pollinator plants that, that San Antonians should have in their backyards? Yeah. So, mm. I mean, so there's, you have, uh, Plants are kind of divided into a couple of categories. So you have host plants, which actually operate as um, hosts for different types of butterflies. Um, so, for example, milkweed, which is the host plant for the monarch butterfly. If you have milkweed in your garden, you will have monarchs. I'm about to put, do like a little series on what I've done just really? in my backyard. This have you have you talked to Leslie? Do you listen to her? Yeah. Oh, like? Actually, yes. We did follow that journey. Yeah, on IG. Yeah, that on was awesome. IG. Yeah, it was stressful actually. Because <laughs> <laughs> she looked for some and then couldn't find them, and then yeah, and then there they was get an, eaten. Yeah, then so there they, was an issue, and it was well, they get eaten by the birds, like. It's a, but that's part of the cycle of life. Like you got to support your birds with yeah. the caterpillars and some of the caterpillars will make it. They lay a ton of eggs. That's mm -hmm. the point. You want yeah. them, some of them to get eaten. But if you don't get attached. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> metal. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Nature is metal. Nature yeah. is, dude. Yeah. Absolutely. Wow. Hashtag. Okay. This is so, the real metal for your children. <laughs> it's <laughs> not dragging them to a show. <laughs> teach them. <laughs> yeah. I should teach them. You should get them a caterpillar condo. I, oh, that would be Ooh. awesome. Not yeah, telling like, look. Y'all need to grow some milkweed. It's the most metal plant there is. <laughs> <laughs> the butterflies will come. Yeah. So milkweed, did you learn to grow that in Colorado? <laughs> you took it for me, man. I was waiting for it. That's good. That's good. I didn't know if that was part of it. <laughs> What's another plant? Um, I really enjoy uh, my sages right now. Just because they, they bloom really well. Like I had, I started with this like, you know, one gallon sage that I got from the Native Plant Society sale last year. And I was like, okay, let's see how you do, buddy. Put it in. And like, it is, it is massive and blooming. Really? And granted, you know, this has been, a, as we all know, a unique summer with all the rain and it's been cooler. So it's been yeah. like thriving. And apparently, um, and if I say this wrong, I'm sorry, but according to my, to a good friend of mine, uh, Farmer Seal. So because of all of the snow, it, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, the snow that we got, uh, basically in the soil created a lot more nitrogen than we typically have. So mm. it is just like super, our soil was ready for things to grow. Wow. Um, That's yeah, awesome. So massive. Um, I also am a big fan of this one's not technically native, but it will be native soon. Uh, Esperanza just because it's, hope and it blooms mm -hmm. all year long it's those really beautiful yellow flowers you see everywhere yeah oh, that wow. sounds like a beautiful plant yes, wow. Lorenzo, you yeah. you I, if you if you have your eyes open in san antonio you've seen it <laughs> like seen it's it. that yellow yeah. bell flower oh, okay it just blooms all through the summer yeah. which to me if like if you can if you can bloom in this heat like you are you are something special yeah, yeah, that sure. is, yeah. yeah that i like that name too Esperanza. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that was actually my one of my first blooming with birdie logos because I was like, it represents hope. Hey. Um, oh, hey. Man. All right. So we've we've sprinkled in a couple of buzzwords. <laughs> <laughs> was we, we've heard blooming with birdie. Yeah. Let's talk about blooming with birdie. Okay. Where cool. where did where did that come from? Yeah. So it was working with Monaco with Texas Butterfly Ranch. And during, you know, COVID 2020, everything needs to be virtual. And so Monica <clears throat> had developed this concept of the caterpillar condo. Which a caterpillar condo is basically like a black pop-up mesh um, cage, if you will. Um, and inside of it, you put a milkweed plant, the host plant for the monarch butterfly, a monarch caterpillar, 
and then it lives off of the the uh, plants for the entire through metamorphosis. So you get to observe all of metamorphosis from little bitty caterpillar all the way through to butterfly, and then you get to release the butterfly. It is. <laughs> <laughs> is actually a transformational experience because you go and you get really attached because the caterpillar it starts as this like like tiny little thing yeah and then it just it literally it just eats and eats and eats and eats and eats and then it just gets fat and then you just watch it. like i have a cool video but just like like all it's doing all day long is just eating and then it goes into its chrysalis and then it comes like so you just really get to observe this entire transformation that in and of itself to me is still just magic like how, yeah. how an animal can do that is just that's incredible. so cool yeah and kafka-esque and and what do you have do you have to so you have to oh, take okay. care of the plant so you have to water the plant uh -huh. which you know it, you know you have to water the plant it yeah. needs water to yeah, live yeah, yeah. um so you water the plant and then uh blooming with birdie so i created the this curriculum inspired by <laughs> <laughs> For the camera. Somebody's Sorry, been bye. practicing your pitch. <laughs> <laughs> no, just this like... is just how I talk. Do you not remember when White Cloud Jones was like, okay, Ashley, you cannot move, Ashley. <laughs> Dancing on the stage. <laughs> um, so then I created the videos that align with the metamorphosis itself. So then you learn about what is a monarch, what is the monarch migration, which if we want to go there, we can definitely go there because it's super cool. It's multi-generational migration. They come back to the same place every year. Dang. Multi-generational though. So it's like it's your great grandmother coming you going back and live to the house that your great grandmother lived in without having ever been there and no one telling you that that's where she lived. Mm. It's the same thing. There's Dang. this is like one of the greatest phenomenons in modern science. We have no idea how they know how to do this. Not GPS. Well, probably, I mean, that's it's probably it. clearly we're, we're behind. Yeah, they've, no. they've had it. They've had it forever. Had it forever. Yeah, <laughs> in Man, the wings. Yeah. That's super interesting, though. Yeah, because I've, I've like I'm living here. I've heard of the migration, but I didn't know. I didn't know, like, how cool it was. But. I didn't either. So I actually so I had the incredible opportunity um, to go down to the roosting sites, which is where everything begins and ends, if you will, in Mexico. Um, <clears throat> And just seeing all the monarchs and like, oh my God, this is incredible. Like thousands and thousands of monarchs just like all in one place where they, they've come and gone. And then recognizing that, oh my God, and all of these came, like this generation that they call it the, the super generation, um, basically came from Canada. So like they flew all the way from Canada on the backs of the lives of their, their like three to four generations before that came from you know mexico to you know all the way up through the middle middle america basically that's crazy yeah crossing yeah. borders dude. these mm -hmm. butterflies are They're flying insane. but it's butterflies without borders that's my poster this year no. it's hey. borders. so like, fun yeah wow. so okay so okay. blooming with birdie you got the caterpillar condos with the matching curriculum yeah. What else? yeah um well that's kind of what that's what blooming that's with birdie thing. has right now yeah. when, <laughs> so when, when did blooming with birdie Ready to come about yeah so made this curriculum for during um covid because we realized like oh man we, we can't we can have these kind of pillar condos but like for the kids in the classroom the teachers whenever i create i was like okay here's a curriculum like ooh, half my kids are, are at home or mm -hmm. i was like oh okay this has to be virtual here we go so um got inspired started watching kids television shows it's like okay what am i how am i going to do this how am i going to frame this concept and recognized like oh man i and love Mr. Rogers, Bill Nye, the science guy. I don't know if we have any Parks and Rec fans, but Johnny Karate. <laughs> I was <laughs> like, all right, these are my three heroes. <laughs> so, yeah. Frames it around that, reached out to Symbio Hush. That's actually how I met Symbio, and now they're some of my best friends. I adore the two of them, well, all of them, but mm -hmm. yeah. Joe and Christy have just become like partners in every way. And um, so, yeah, reach out to them and Christy Kay like took it on and she's incredible. And she I took all my ideas and she was like, OK, this is how you do this on camera. This is how you do. Like, have you heard of an overlay? Here are motion graphics. And I was yeah, like, nice. as an educator, having been Montessori over here, I was like, oh, my God. Like, I was like doing PowerPoint, like whatever I could to like try and make this thing cool. <laughs> and you can just like overlay an exact like a monarch and you can see like. What? There's like so an animated mind... character to you. Yeah, I like it. Was yeah, cool. we do all the things. We do all the things. That's awesome. but, but at the same time, trying 
like I've done a ton of education on making sure that, so this is just a side note. So, you know, Mr. Rogers, part of the reason why he was um, one of the only entertainers that didn't have a negative impact, impact on attention was because there's not a lot of changes. Like it's a single storyline. You watch Mr. He, you know, he goes to the restaurant, he eats the food, mm -hmm. he does a thing. There's only one thing happening versus like, you know, Powerpuff Girls where it's just like, boom, 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 boom. Something's yeah. happening every like, you know, within two to seconds, two to three seconds. Yeah. So kind of finding that healthy blend of like we want kids to not have to be able to learn how to focus on one thing, maintain their attention um, and at the same time fully recognizing like, but hey, we do live in the modern age and kids do watch Powerpuff Kids. So yeah. how can we do this in a really like balanced and healthy way? So mm -hmm. balancing like I'm your instructor and we're going to learn about these things. But then also here's a really cool image and here's this and it's done in a really intentionally slow but engaging pace to be able to keep kids engaged but not have a our hope is to not have a negative deficit on attention essentially yeah which is what we see when kids go crazy for screen time yeah so you had said earlier that like you're um you knew that you wanted to work for yourself you wanted your own business yeah. your own at what point did you like uh realize that this could be it the blooming with birdie could yeah. be it um when I got second place at Techstars. Oh, yeah. Hey, shout yeah. out. Yeah, Techstars. But really, Techstars, like that. Oh, my God. I wish I like. So, you know. About, are you talking about the startup weekend? Yeah. Nice. So I had done the, I did, I created the videos, did the things, got some amazing feedback from, mm -hmm. you know, friends and family were like, oh, my God, you, who knew you were good on camera? And I was like, not me. Like, <laughs> I was like, the hot mess the whole day. Like, <laughs> family gives the best feedback, yeah. right? <laughs> <laughs> no, it was <laughs> my mama loved watching me on TV. I don't know. <laughs> I get that too. Like me go, wow, you're smart. Like, <laughs> so smart. Thanks. Thanks, mom. Yeah. <laughs> no, it was the people, it was not the family. It was the other people that was like, oh, well, okay. Okay. Feedback teachers look at and wreck it. Okay, I have this really cool thing. Monica basically gave it to me. She's like, you should go do this. You need to go do this. And I was like, thank you okay and so I took it to text i was like okay i have this thing you know what do i do with it how can i grow it I, like i don't know took it to text stars you know pitched which was the first time i ever pitched anything and i was like oh, someone please like me someone please like this like this is a good idea right um you know as you all know then they everyone votes and then i was like oh my god i got selected in one of them and then to what really did it for me was regardless of what place i got it was the team that i attracted like yeah. i attracted someone that two people with PhDs, one in business, one in theater. And it was just, I was like, like my team was incredible. And I was like, oh, you all. And they're like, we just love your idea. I think this could really work. And I was just like, oh, whoa, like y'all believe in me? Like, cool. Like, <laughs> I can hear. Um, and then going through the whole process and creating a business model and really figuring all that out. I'm like, okay, yeah. I can, I can make this happen. I can do this. Yeah. And then to be honest, like having the support of geekdom, or, you know, Leslie was just like, hey, Ashley, maybe you should you should apply for the pre-accelerator. Hey, Ashley, how's it? Hey, <laughs> like, I'm just like, oh, you believe you want me to keep going? Okay. <laughs> like, it's that door thing. Like, Leslie was just gently behind my back. Like, <laughs> keep walking forward. <laughs> You've got this. Yeah. Shout out, Leslie. So, yeah. Yeah, she's incredible. Yeah, she's yeah, huge a, inspiration, motivation. What a weird time to that, that startup weekend. You know, yeah. like, it was the holidays. It right? was, it was mm -hmm. the holidays. Mm -hmm. It was virtual which is mm. weird yeah. startup weekends for us was typically like a very much in-person like feel the energy be around all the people yeah and yeah that was weird i remember all of us doing it from our homes <laughs> I remember like holding a baby and, like, <laughs> trying to mentor and things and that was uh but that's that's awesome and i i uh i specifically remember yours because you know just as a parent i was struggling with like mm. what my kids gonna do yeah. you know what i mean and like yep. the, the virtual learning everybody had to like move to it so quickly and i don't think people were ready for it yeah and yeah so. yeah and 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 that like spurring like recognizing like this is just a micro like we're experiencing it the most because we're in covid but at the same time like after now like you know however many months later whatever month we're seven eight months later having like really dove into the research like oh like that's how mara was born like oh it is not just a problem right now like parents struggle with screen time like that is i if, if you if you know a parent that they that we use the word screen time they're like yeah it's cool i got it under control like no you don't because <laughs> like, yeah. let, then let's talk because i need to know what you're doing that every <laughs> other parent isn't doing yeah um but recognizing like oh man like part of the big issue is like 
is what we were talking about, the Powerpuff Girl. Like the content that is out there is driving kids to want to engage, to release all the hormones that make them want to be essentially addicted to the screen time, right? Mm -hmm. And that the quality of the content itself is not, it's not supporting, it's not, you know, enhancing their lives. In fact, it's actually kind of detrimental. So, hey, like no matter what in the age that we're in right now, like our kids, like this is how we are, this is how we learn. Like Isaac Asimov, Back in 1983, made a prediction that by the year 2020, we would be learning um, at independently and virtually. Like that would just be how we've trans we transform as a society. Granted, like you know, like COVID happened, and so it kind of like progressed us. I think like they say like five years or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but regardless, like this, I do think this is a huge direction that we're going to take. In large part because, like I said, as an educator, I was like, oh man, like there's so much more I can show and do, like in this short little time span, just because I ha- have access to resources, graphics, anything that I want, and I can put it in all in this information right here. So for me, it was like, okay, what we're really missing here is that the technology and learning in this way is not meant to be like, and here we go into another reality. And this is all we're going to do. You know, this is it. Like, no, 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 this should, should contribute to your desire to live in the present moment, to live in reality. So let's create something that is based on here, I'm gonna, you, what do you want to learn about? What engages you? What makes you excited to live your life? Go and learn about it here and taught by an educator, taught by someone that's passionate about that project, taught towards children because it's very different to talk to a child than as an adult, as, as we all know. Uh, and then let's build that bridge between here, technology, information to life. Now take this and go outside and learn about that thing that you just did, whether it be music, whether it be butterflies, what you know, cooking, whatever it is, but let's take that information to help you be a more engaged human being, not to take you away from being a human being. Yeah. So I, that that's something that I love about your curriculum is that like you have the screen time where you're supposed to be watching it, but then you have this like real thing that's yeah. like growing. Yeah. And like, <laughs> yeah. You're like, cause like I can, it's connecting to life. Yeah. yeah. You have influence over that growth and that that's really awesome. I love, I think it's idea. empowering yeah. for someone like a, a younger mind for sure. Like I have responsibility to this thing. That's yeah. really cool. Yeah. You know, I read something one time that I really believe after I've, I've had some kiddos that um, there's a misconception that kids aren't responsible, oh. but really we don't give them enough responsibilities. Yeah. And this is one of those things where like, like I need a caterpillar condo. Yeah. So yeah. let's, let's talk about that. How, if, if for the folks listening, yeah. um, how can somebody get a caterpillar condo? Yeah. So they're available right now for pre-sale on a website, which is blooming with Com is coming soon nice. um, <laughs> or through Instagram. I Instagram is my main social media. Right jam, if you will. Um, but you can go online there for pre-sale right now. So, the, the difficulty with the caterpillar condo one specifically um, is that you know you are right, raising you know a live animal, which is not I, it's for the it's for the in the name of it's in the name of education, right? Mm-hmm. So we have to just be really mindful of what what's really happening here. But we align it; the release of them will come um, in the line with the alignment with the monarch migration, so that when the butterfly, whenever it re- goes through metamorphosis and you have your butterfly, you actually release it as part of a citizen science project. You tag your monarch. So you also learn about the last lesson is actually about citizen science and the history of how all this happened. But you tag it with a little sticker. And then through Monarch Watch, an organization out of the University of Kansas, um, we're able to, if that butterfly is recovered in Mexico whenever it dies, because it will die eventually, um, whenever it dies, then um, we're able to track where that butterfly came from. So your butterfly, and we've we've done this with Texas Butterfly Ranch. We've discovered or found, like, well, can we right now? I, I believe that there's like at least eight at minimum have been discovered that we've tagged at our festival or, really? or in some, yeah, which yeah. that is just like the whole life. That's the whole cycle. Like, that's, oh my yeah, God. Yeah, that is gnarly. Like, yeah. That's, that's that's super cool. I mean, you let something go. That's like a message in a bottle or yeah. something. hundred percent. Like, it just happens to go back there. Yeah. So we, we, the caterpillar conjures are released during that time, just in very intentionally. Like this is the season. This is when it's happening. So gotcha. pre-sales are right now, um, which are really important for me from like a, from a, from a business perspective, because I'm trying to like, okay, I have to, this many plants. Like it's a very, the, the, the business, the business model is a little tricky because yeah. uh, you're working with living things that have to grow and be, you know, all of that. But, um, Yes, yeah, so you go on the website and you purchase them. And then um, for delivery, I'm going to have a couple different options. I'm going to do a geekdom drop because I know I've got quite a few people here who want them. So, Phil, I'll bring, I'll bring you your Caterpillar <laughs> condo. Hey. You should get one for your niece. She'll love it. Um, and bring her to the festival. So then mm-hmm. yeah. um, so everything's going to align with the festival. And then we also have um, – we're working with the, the 
caterpillar caterpillar condos for class i can you tell i like alliteration like it's my jam um for classrooms where we get a grant from valero thank you valero um to be able to go into 60 classrooms for free um so that's what we've been so if you know a second grade teacher or librarian or anyone that just basically services second graders they can apply and man i'm so excited like applications have been coming in and i was super nervous at first i was like <laughs> what do people don't want to do it? What do they like? Yeah. And um, the city of San I have two li like public libraries that are doing it. Um, Bibliotech applied. So it's going to be in like places where a ton of kids will be able to watch and observe it and watch videos. That's so cool. Yeah. And yeah. then um, and quite a few public schools. <laughs> Dude, let's celebrate that. Yeah. I guess we super should, cool. We should get some here. Yes. Maybe, yeah. maybe we can stack some condos on each other and make like a high rise. <laughs> 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 See, then it's like, okay, take a deep breath. We've yeah. been talking about the value of life, and he wants to stack them. Okay, cool. Yes, Philip. Yes, we can talk about that. That's, oh, that yeah, that is that is awesome though. I love the program. Yeah. I remember when it came out. I shared it. I want everybody to to Thank see this you. thing. Yeah, that's, yeah, I appreciated that. Yeah, that's super cool. Um, I also think it's super fun to say the caterpillar condo. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that's Monica Magley, like dear Monica Magley. She gave yeah. up with that great with that stuff yeah that's awesome so yeah. um so blooming with birdie i think that's how most people know you is blooming with birdie yeah. until the pre-accelerator <laughs> so oh, you talking about talk about a transformation, <laughs> talk about the transformation. Yeah. yeah we saw our own caterpillar condo yeah <laughs> the pre-accelerator was the condo <laughs> yeah. you live off of geekdom air and leslie's like love <laughs> leslie's the milkweed <laughs> <laughs> Wow. So you uh, went in the pre-accelerator with Blooming with Birdie yeah. as your focus. Yeah. But there was a pivot. There was a big pivot. Let's like talk about week, that. Week three, I think. Week two, week three. Yeah. I have to throw props and gratitude to uh, Dax and David Robinson Jr. I had them. So so for those of you that know pre-accelerator, you it's an incredible opportunity to be able to just be like every <laughs> you have like these wonderful minds at Geekdom, the mentors that they literally every week you pitch and then they just break it down. <laughs> like, what about this? And I don't feel this and this and blah, 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 blah. And you're just like, okay, need to change, need to do. Okay, okay, thank you, thank you. Like, okay, here while, we go. While crying. Oh, so, oh yeah, <laughs> camera goes off. <laughs> thank you. Totally. Uh, Gabe from uh, Stack IQ, I were multiple times. I was like, I don't know. Like, this is so hard. Like, oh my God, like, did they hate me? Like, no, no, no. I mean, it's not like that at all. As far as you don't feel hate, you only feel love for, for sure. But, but it's uh, like, so, like every, it's so much. It's a it lot is. of feedback yeah. and this is your baby. And it's like, oh, God. yeah. Yeah. And like, you know, when I signed up for it and this is not a criticism, this is actually a really wonderful thing. I was like, okay, a couple hours a week. I read this book. Okay. I can do this. Cool. And it'll help my business. Great. No, like it was a time commitment just because if you want to grow, yeah. okay, I got all this feedback from people that really know what they're talking about. Okay, well, I, I need to shift. I need to, I need to grow this. And that was what I really got from Dax and David Wilson Jr. was like, okay. And was secretly, subtly getting from the mentors and their feedback was, you know, Blooming with Birdie, it's a great product and I can create more Blooming with Birdie series and, and basically, you know, a television show and you have the hands-on component that we can sell. It's a great product, but over time, like, where's that really going to go? Where's that? How's that going to grow? The scalability. Like, what's the big picture? Yeah. Yeah. And, um, and for me, I think I, I think I told you this once before, Philip, like, um, <laughs> after I told my mom about Mara, she's like, well, baby, like, I know you and you're just not happy unless you're doing something bigger than yourself. So I was like, yeah, mama, like, I'll get <laughs> bored. Like, I love this. And it's really fun. But like, after a while, if it's not like, if it's not something that's going to keep me engaged, and is going to have, a, you know, a big impact, then I'm going to I'm going to get bored. So had this conversation with both Dax and David Robinson Jr. back to back. Um, so Dax was just like, hey, like you're you're in the wrong field here. You are not creating curriculum. You are in children's media. And I was like, oh, yeah, you're right. I just haven't been able to identify that like 100 mm -hmm. percent. Like I even who was I inspired by? I wasn't inspired by, you know, teachers and curriculum and all that. I was inspired by, you know, Mr. Rogers and Bill Nye and, and Montessori, of course. But, you know, by by entertainers essentially educational mm -hmm. entertainers edutainment um <laughs> and so he was the one that really just kind of pushed me like you need to think bigger you need to go and you need to look at media and how can we support you in, in making that shift so then i'm like okay yeah i need to think bigger like what am i really doing here and then man david robinson jr that, that he's got his brain so he came in and he hadn't heard my pitch he had just he was just like hey so what's going on what are you doing i've heard about it before and i and i gave him my pitch and he was just like 
okay. He's like, you know, something to think about. He's like, in the gold rush, like, do you want to, do you want to sell, do you want to be mining for gold or do you want to be selling uh, shovels and shovels and picks? And I was like, oh, selling shovels and picks, of course. Da -da. He's like, well, you know, we're in the content rush right now. He's like, do you want to be creating content or do you want to be a place for that content to go? Dang. <sighs> Drop the mic. I literally, I, the, <laughs> there it is. For sure. There, I didn't have the button. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> but I, if at home too, I was just like, oh dear yeah okay okay what am i doing what am i doing and from there then just talking out for the rest of the hour you know you have an hour with that mentor just talking out like okay then what is this really big picture what am i really trying to do on top of like the week before talking to jeremy carney and him talking about how frustrated he is that there's not really a youtube for kids he was like you oh i don't i'm not trying to do this youtube for kids yeah. um but like where like where can my kid go like i don't know about you guys but like i need to learn about something I go to YouTube. Like, how yeah. do I learn? How do I do it? If you need anything from sewing to car, like whatever for it sure. is that YouTube for kids is not like that. Like I've been no. on, you go search things and it's like, <laughs> I did <laughs> how to make toast, just how to make toast. And it's this like seventies video of this guy, like hot oil and he's <laughs> deep frying bread. And I was like, it's on YouTube for kids. Bro. Like, what? My, my experience with YouTube for kids is like, how to make toast. We're going to show you how to open this toy. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh, that, toy stuff is, that stuff is uncomfortable. <laughs> like, mm -hmm. God, see the end of that. That should not be kids. You're not seeing any of that. Yeah. No, yeah. no. But, um, uh, where was I? Where was I? My story here. You two, you, oh, David, about, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Not really having a place. And yep. so, and that I had already been struggling with, you know, right now, Blooming with Birdie and the, the videos that will come out with the Caterpillar Condo are on Flipsnack, which is just basically a really safe website where you, you know, it's basically an online magazine and then you watch the videos and then it, there's the follow-up work, et cetera, et cetera. But uh, I didn't want to put my stuff on YouTube. I was like, oh, just throw it up on YouTube. I'm like, no, I don't, not going in that hot mess. Like, I don't want to associate. I'm not going to yeah. do advertisement. Like, definitely not. And so from there, then you've got, you know, your individual, your, your Vimeos, your things like that. It's like, I don't really want that either. Like that's not, that, that, that's no, there's no community behind that. There's not, there's not, it's one, it's a singular thing. Yeah. And so from there realizing like, oh, we've got this bigger problem. Okay. Then let's create a platform to put the things like blooming with birdie. Let's bring in, like, I don't think anything that I do is so special that it's not replicable. Right. So let's bring in other educators, other experts who are passionate about their field, teach them how to teach it in a way or, or share that information that's, that's accessible and digestible for children we have high quality production. I partnered with Christy K with Startup Productions, Christy and Noel, um, to be able to provide it at a, a cost that's like price effective to, to create quite a bit of content. Mm -hmm. um, put all of that there. And then now you can give your kids like, hey, I feel okay because everything on here is very, it's curated. It's for children. Yeah. The intention is to drive you to do something with life that you can learn about. And um, it's it's a safe. It's yeah. totally safe. And hopefully, you know, and we've even... Um, reaching out to UTSA in order to see if we can also have like mental health research incorporated with it so that mm -hmm. we can check in on kids. Like, how are you feeling before? How are you feeling after? Like, I don't want you to binge. Our goal is not for you to sit on this thing all day long. Our goal is for you to watch and then to get up and then go do things. So intentionally making it where well, the next video doesn't pop right up. Like, that's not like we, I, I feel such this a huge social responsibility that we should be mindful of like children's developing brains have to be cared for in a different way. Like they don't have the capacity to make those choices that this isn't good for me. I shouldn't do that. And no, like what parent has the time? Like you're not sleeping, like you, you're trying just to get through the day, right? Like <laughs> I can't monitor every single thing that you're doing, especially if you've got three kids. Like, no, like, no, no, mm -hmm. one kid, <laughs> one kid is a lot. Like, <laughs> yeah. So let's like some of that responsibility, I think, should come through the people that are creating that content. So that's why with Mara, I was like, no, this is a really intentional thing. And I want to take responsibility for it. And big, big picture. I definitely think there should be legislation and policy around this. But that's like, you know, that's that's our future. Yeah. But I love that. That yeah. is that is awesome because it is a struggle. I mean, because even if you do find solid educational content on YouTube, like I've done it before where like I'll turn something on. And I'm, I can hear it, you know what I mean? And and it's it's good content. But then like two minutes in, there's like Jake from State Farm on like yep. doing this ad or something. <laughs> I'm just like, man, I, I, I don't do really. Jake, yeah, same, same. <laughs> but but you know, like I would love if my kids are asking me stuff about like the educational content, but the viral marketing that happens on the ads is what like hooks them. Yeah, you know, that so. algorithm too. It's just gonna yeah. start like 
the video ends and then yep. who knows what's coming next and that's yeah. that was the number one thing i got a, a good friend of mine michelle was talking about and she's like yeah she's like i feel like a hawk she was like when as soon as i know that it's getting close to the end like i have to run over there because mm -hmm. i don't know what's coming up next and i'm like yeah. no that's not how it should be like yeah. that's not it should stop it should stop at the end and then it's a discussion if we're gonna watch more or no we're gonna go outside now oh maybe you can do the activity that came with the thing like that's what that should look like and and parents should also have the opportunity to be able to put their kid like hey i need a break <laughs> i need i need 10 15 however long to take a deep breath because being a parent's a lot yeah yeah for sure well that's awesome so where that's are you awesome. at with tomorrow um so right now um man charles like i highly recommend anyone trying to start like charles i went and sat down with that man Woo, he is mm -hmm. vision he is that big picture yeah and whoo, he's a sharp, he's a sharp man. Our, our Charles? Yeah, oh, absolutely. Charles oh, yeah. 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 I, I know. I get to office with that guy. <laughs> yeah. We get after it. Big. I, that's what he said. He spoke so sweetly about you because he was just like, yeah, he's like, I have the big picture and he makes it all happen. And I was just like, oh, oh he said that about God, you. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it was very sweet. Yeah, was very that's sweet. awesome. But but you spoke to him. I spoke to him helped. and just because I was like, <laughs> I felt like. <laughs> After pre accelerator, I was like, Oh, I felt like I had just graduated from college. And everyone's like, <laughs> Now go out there and get a good job. Yeah. <laughs> graduate from pre accelerator. I'm like, yeah. I don't know what to do with my life. We, like, we unzipped <laughs> the condo and let Ashley free. Hey. <laughs> I was like it. fluttering, like, uh, <laughs> Can I come back in? Like, Where do I migrate to? Where yeah. am I going? Someone gave me the memo. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I sat down with Charles and he just kind of helped me, like, What is the biggest picture goal? Like, what are you really working towards? I was like, I want Morrow to be a household name. Like I want families. That's the place where you go to give your kids safe screen time, you know? Yeah. And uh, so basically we, he helped me work out the phase. So yeah. So my next phase right now, we're doing my, uh, the flagship. So I've, I've done quite a few, I did a series with musical bridges. We did the Caterpillar condos as we've kind of insinuated, like the Caterpillar condo. It's wonderful as far as, but I can only do that in San Antonio. It's hyper local. It's this tangible physical thing. It's a living animal. I'm not, Again, I, I do it for the sake of education, but I'm not like, let's go sell a bunch of animal like living things like that's just not that's, yeah. ugh, that's not my thing. I'd rather yeah. plant something and from it and then be able to have that it, create that experience for yourself. But, you know, side note. So then so really doing a flagship series that I can really say, like, this is what we're creating. This is what we're doing. And now I really know what I'm doing, like blooming with Birdie, that caterpillar condo. That was me. My very first time in front of a camera, first time creating virtual curriculum. Christy's first time in it working with me and we were both just like, here we go. <laughs> yeah. Let's do our best. It's going to be really good. And yeah. it, it did. It turned out great. But that was, you know, like, it's like painting. Like it was my first stab with a brush and it, it turned out well, like great. But now I've again, I've done, you know, I did some with musical bridges. Now I'm like, okay, we've done, we created animated characters now. Like <laughs> yeah. let's do the thing. So create a flagship series that is really like, this is, this is what we're doing. This is, this is the best that we can create. And this is what's next and then using that to be able to really push it out there make it free like whoever wants to come whoever wants to watch it and give me all your feedback like fill all your kids watch it how did you feel it's gonna be it's gonna be about bees yeah Super excited oh my gosh i was gonna ask you i was waiting for the best time like how do you feel about bees bees are up next dude. brother oh, bees up next awesome. and I'm, I'm super excited because i really I'm incorporating social emotional education learning within it and it's not direct it's not like let's talk about the feelings but it's based on like the experiences that you have mm -hmm. i have a really good friend um jonathan who uh, started life keto out of austin and he works with children through and creates a social emotional framework for discussing how we feel and our emotions so we're gonna like I'm so excited. So we're going to do like a little mini martial arts session. That'll be like the part of the, like your physical part of the lesson. And then we're also going to learn about oh, someone's going to get stung by a bee. And then so taking into account like, oh, like what happens when someone's in pain? How do we, what should we do? Our friend is hurt. What do we do when our friend gets hurt? How do you feel right now? And then flipping the script and be like, what, how do you think the bee feels right now? Like it had to sting. Why, why would a bee sting? It only stings when it's protecting. So it was yeah. probably scared. So like developing compassion and empathy across all forms of life, not just ourselves. Um, but yeah, so so bees. Bees, bees are, are hot next. right now. I'm bees a, are, they're bees are, they're yeah. so cool. They're so productive. For sure. <laughs> like I watched like probably hours of con bee content just based off of the person that was like, taking rescuing them oh and, texas bee works yeah yes. and uh they don't well the the person that was on the video didn't have any protective gear on which and that was mind-blowing 
but the way yeah. she just like talked about the bees was like oh wow like they you don't need to be scared and like she yeah. just it was really cool maybe dangerous but yeah i she's incredible and i appreciate what she has done for beekeeping and for women and for you know so many things but there are some practices in that that are it, it's difficult right like you don't want to be like throwing shade on someone that's doing so much good sure but at the same time it's like like for example like wearing your hair down like that and beekeeping like no like they, they it's happened to me like they get caught in your hair they get still like it's it's a traumatic experience like so the fear is that you know anyone's going like oh I, I, she does it she just goes and touches the bees well what you don't see is that she does a ton of smoking like there's a lot that happens behind the scenes in order to get those really amazing shots that are in mm-hmm. they did it for you right they're yeah, engaging I mean, and it, captivating it, yeah it hooked me and then yeah. that led to me learning about bees. Yeah. Yeah. Are, you, yeah. are you talking about they get like dormant? They get the bees to be so, like So out. bees communicate through um, ho- uh, pheromones, hormones. They're sent between each other. And that's how they know like, oh, hey, this is a fear. Like we need to all go do this thing. Um, and so you use smoke in order to hinder their ability to make those communications. So you smoke before you go into the hive. For example, if things start to get uh, like if, when you work in a beehive, you you feel like the like, Ooh, tension's rising. They're getting worked up. They're saying, so you take a deep breath. You, you move more slowly. You, you like, mm-hmm. you do a little bit of smoke, like you, whatever the case may be. And that just kind of chills them out because they're not communicating. They can't tell each other like, hey, there's someone in our hive. We need to be concerned right now. Yeah. So what you don't see behind that film is like they smoke them all and everything's really chill. And then she goes in and does those things, for example. Yeah, so, for sure. Yeah. You know, just like so grateful that she's like bringing people in. But at the same time, like just a little worried about like, Ooh, I hope that this doesn't make people do things because it's bees are still super for real. And if you work 100%. with like the, the Africanized bees that are way more aggressive that happened to me not that long ago, like they'll go, they, they will hurt you. They will sting you. Like they're, they're still, uh, um, it's still nature. It's still wildlife. Like you have to be mindful of those types of things. And so, yeah. Yeah. But yes. 100%. Bees are next. I'm excited for that. Bees I can't next. wait for the bee content. Bee that's going to be awesome. Yeah. Um. So, we're getting towards the end. I feel like we could talk all day. Um, but what advice would you give somebody or what advice would you have liked to hear? Like when you were in one of your not high highs, but when you were in one of your lows, feeling unsure or something like that. Dang, that's a good question, Philip. Um, I think that. Wow, that's I, a couple of different things came into mind. I think being willing to talk about it, like I think that for me, um, when I'm in those moments of like doubt and uncertainty, that's when I go and I reached out to Leslie, for example, or to my mom, like with, when I launched the whole concept of Mara, I, I called my mom and I was like, this is this really big thing. Do you think like, I don't, I don't know if I can do this. Like this, this is, this is bigger than me. This could, mm-hmm. if, if it works and I want it to work, it could, it could you know, change to children's educate entertainment for forever, like, right, you know, and had a lot of doubt behind whether or not I can make that happen. And I think like when we hold it in, then we only have our own mental capacity to be able to, to pull ourselves out of that, right? Mm-hmm. You know, um, but I think reaching out to the people that are there and support you and just talking about it, I think is like the most valuable thing that you can do because people like, you know, I, I owe this to my grandmother when she, so I had the honor of getting to care for her in her, her last basically month of life. And, um, she was just an incredible woman. And she clearly taught me like the most valuable thing that you have in life is people, be it your friends, be it your family, like people are what like make life worth living. And I definitely think that in all of this work and when we, you do have those moments, it's like, people will be there for you. Mm -hmm. You People care. And, um, there to support you and to help you and i know that that that's kind of kind of my yeah. where i go to like oh just talking about it people yeah. people are there for you people care about you so. yeah that's, that's awesome yeah you gotta let it out there you gotta yeah. put it it that reminds me what you just said which is awesome is uh it reminds me of the mural austin's mural on seven mm-hmm. with the light bulb and like mm-hmm. remember him talking about that you do have to put it out there you gotta yeah. have that idea so yeah. Man, that's beautiful. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, this has been an amazing episode. Thank you yeah. so much for coming on. Thanks for having me. Mr. Yeah, JRG, the birthday boy, <laughs> birthday <laughs> episode. If you don't mind, sir, take us home. Well, I'm going to take us home real quick, though. There's two things. One thing, I just, fun fact, 
I may I produce music. I make music. And one of the things that I, I like is Mr. Rogers' music is always fire. So this song that you hear, that's a sample from a Mr. Rogers episode. What? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Hang on. <laughs> Mr. Rogers. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God! <laughs> With that being said, <laughs> come on, bring come it on, in. Indy. Oh my God! And Ashley just passes out. Like, <laughs> I can't do it. I can't do it. Oh gosh, this is hilarious! So I had so much fun hanging out with y'all thank you for sharing thank you for the laughs shout out to elijah it's his last day as a geekdom intern we're gonna give him uh one of these he's been uh behind the scenes but he's awesome contagious laughter uh bloomingwithbirdie.co go buy yourself a caterpillar condo tell all your friends the link is here on crowdcast and we'll also share it on social um how else do people find you uh, Instagram, Blooming with Birdie. That's my jam. Or you, me too. I'm out there. Just a bird on Instagram. Love it. Awesome. Well, thank you for being with us. We'll catch you on next week. And we'll see you next time.